Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to the Class Clown Podcast. My name is Chino Ligao coming to you with our very first episode for this week featuring myself. Just me today, because this is the solo pod. Uh, the last one was a, it sounded like a cry for help, is what it sounded like. And so I hope you appreciated that. <laughs> Although from the looks of things, parang walang naka-appreciate. It's like 10 people listening to a 10-minute podcast. So I guess because I still don't know who listens to this, Whoever you are, beautiful stranger, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for reaching out and giving me a few minutes out of your day to hear me talk about really anything I want to, which is basically the theme of this season. Uh, as some of you may have noticed, I've gotten rid uh, mostly of the expert episodes you know, where people talk about the different expertise. We haven't had a lot of that in recent episodes, but there are still some episodes I've directed, or sorry, I've conducted that are still going to come out really, really soon. So sana ma-appreciate the comedy conversations that I'm having with my friends right now because with the upcoming ECQ we could all use some time with our friends. Right? And I I just use this time for these episodes, these solo episodes, to basically just talk. And mostly it'll be about comedy. But then I've come to the realization that I don't really have a lot when it comes to comedy. Like, I think I've scratched every single thing best set worst set how I come up with jokes how I do crowd work why it's important to have crowds how I got into comedy so I don't think I have anything I can talk about when it comes to stand-up however I've just realized that I can still talk about one aspect of my comedy that is rarely discussed. And that, ladies and gents, is improv. That's right. Improvisational comedy is as important to me as stand-up. And I know there are a lot of people who don't really understand what improv is. I barely do but i will try to explain to all of you what improv is and what it actually does for a person okay we've had a lot of improv teachers on this very podcast but from last season we talked to chester and monica cruz about their career in the improv world this season we also had gabe mercado the founder of Spit, 
and third world improv. I got to pick his brain about that. And then later on in the season, we are going to talk to a few more guys from the world of improv. Diba? We are going to talk to... I said, diba? Like, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> like, parang may sinabi akong fact, tapos mag-agree kayo. Eh, wala naman akong sinabi. So, typo yun, guys. Typo ng utak yun. Anyway, later on in this season, we are going to have conversations with the likes of Ariel Diction and Aaron Cristobal. So, really, improv is very entrenched in my DNA. It's very much there. It's a very real thing. And how I got into it is a total accident. Of course, in the world of improv, they learn to say that there are no accidents, and we'll tell them why. I'll tell you guys why in, in a bit. But for me, How I got into improv was by chance as I was a student still in the College of St. Benilde. One of the first introductions that I got as a student in CSB uh, was the very first Manila Improv Fest. Now, for those of you that don't know, the very first Manila Improv Fest happened in the SDA building, in the SDA theater in the College of St. Benil, which is a beautiful theater uh, in the middle of Taft Avenue. And on that very first year, the MIF was born. This was around in 2012, if I'm not mistaken. In that little theater, or, sorry, medium-sized theater in Taft Avenue, groups from around the world converged and talked about everything, literally Everything that had to do with improv. There were shows, there were workshops, there were group jams. And that's basically how I was baptized in the improv fires. It's it's a lot of running before you learn how to walk. What gave me the, the cojones to fucking immediately jump into the deep end of the improv pool? where people were already doing it for years and doing long scenes and just being themselves on stage for decades, right? having all these classes. Oh, I forgot to mention, these were master classes. So these are classes that fucking <laughs> required you to at least be doing improv for a few years. Right? And that was my first time doing it. That very first year in improv. But it was beautiful, man. Because instead of being alienated, I was welcomed in open arms. And I met people from all walks of life. I met people from France, from the US, from China, Taiwan, Thailand, and damning groups all from all over the world. Australia also came to play. Ang dami nila that first year and all we really did was play and learn about improv and have fun. And from there, I joined a few other groups. I, I joined Switch Improv, which is now non-existent. Um, and basically, it was a group of improvisers made up of people selected by Spit to open for them. They basically were just 
there as as trainees, I guess you could say. This was in uh, 2014, I believe, 2013, 2014. And this group was very short-lived, but essentially gave people the idea that improv can be done outside of Spit, which is this massive celestial body in the improv universe, at least in this part of the world, right? So with with Spit birthing the smaller groups like ourselves, like all the other groups, Katipunan Improv, and all the other groups that came from Spit, Third World Improv was born. Now, Third World Improv is a school founded by Spit, the first and largest improv group, the premier improv group, uh, as they say, in, in the country. And they've held classes and allowed people to join and learn improv for uh, a few hours a, in a week and even until the even through rather this pandemic so it's such a massive undertaking that I happened to be a part of because I also took those classes and I also got into another group which is which is Carambola. And what you're hearing now is just me talking about my improv journey, about how I continue to do it. But you're not really hearing as to why uh, I keep doing it, why it keeps me going, why it affects my stand-up. And that's also worth discussing. See, I am a, I am a selfish uh, stand-up comedian. I'm <laughs> very, very self-absorbed. Uh, not a nice person, but the reason I got into improv was for a performative reason. It was a booster. I saw it as a booster because improv allows you to be more receptive of the things that happen. Uh, remember at the top of this episode, improvisers like to say there are no accidents, and that is true. Because improvisers, improvisers, rather, love to just accept everything as they come. Um, the main tenet of improv is yes and. That is, those two words are what lead to scenes and games and fun and discovery. Because you accept everything. You deny nothing. And you not just accept, but also add on to that idea, whatever idea that is. And when you do that on stage as a stand-up comedian, you're able to handle hecklers or just jokes not working. At least for me, that's what I see happening or saw happening when I started taking improv. I got to be a little bit more interactive I got to try and work around all sorts of um, loopholes and try different things, things that I don't expect to have tried had I not learned about the idea, uh, the theory of yes and. And improv isn't just a thing that you do on stage. It's a, it's an idea. It's a religion. It's a concept that affects your everyday life because if you are able to accept things on stage when the tension is at its highest, then you can accept everything in your everyday life. 
that is an unnecessary or sorry unseen effect that I saw myself having as I continued doing improv mentally and spiritually it allowed me to accept things as they happen allowed me to be more mindful of my situation to work with people I've never expected to work before with before it's a, a thing that happens when you are dropped into a room full of strangers and after eight weeks are supposedly supposed to come up with a show in front of a group of people. It's a, such a high-stakes situation, but you don't really see it that way. And I love it, man. I love doing improv. I still do it from time to time. It allows me to stretch a different sort of muscle from my stand-up side because these are yin and yang. They are two sides of the same comedy coin. On one side, you have the isolationist that is stand-up comedy. When you go up on stage and you're there and you perform, you are alone. They they might have tandem stand-up comedians, but traditionally, stand-up comedy is done by your lonesome. And when you're there, it's only you and your jokes. You are only as good as the jokes you write. That's what stand-up is. It's a very you thing. Improv is not about that. Improv is about letting the other person shine. You are not supposed to take the spotlight. You are supposed to give the spotlight away. And that allows you to work with people better. That allows you to be more present in the scene. It allows you to really just be more accepting of change as it happens. And I feel like as a person, more than just as a comedian, I feel like change is one of the things I've struggled with the most. You know, I've had a lot of drastic change in my lifetime. Um, and daming and daming changes that are and it's hard to keep up with things. And I'm glad that Kaitopano, and even in the smallest way, improv has allowed me to ha- to adapt and to navigate the waters of life. Ang lalim, ang dami kong sinabi, pero parang wala din ako sinabi. Parang ang dami kong sinabi, pero walang context yung sinabi ko. <laughs> so, I I don't know if you guys are getting whatever it is I'm, I'm telling you. Pero sana naintindihan nyo. Sana if you're an improviser and you are listening to this, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. Because it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. I'm trying to condense a, go- a good decade of improv into, or almost a decade of improv into um, a 15-minute episode. So, sana na-appreciate nyo kahit papano, di ba? But if you guys want to check out the many ways you can help support improv in the country. Support whatever Spit and Third World Improv are doing, as well as its many satellite groups. There are many ways you can do that. Starting with the very first Improvation Online Improv Festival. The Improvisation Online Improv Festival. It's a mouthful. It's happening from August 26th to 29th. And basically, 
it is an improv festival done online featuring Asian improvisers from around the world. I'm talking about Indian improvisers, Filipino improvisers, Chinese improvisers, Japanese improvisers. If you name a country that is in Asia, I'm pretty sure meron silang improviser na lalabas dito. So, you can check out all the amazing shows that they have. They also have a few workshops right there. So, kung gusto niyo gayahin, maybe you can pull it off and, and do that. But if you want to do it for real, if you listen to this episode and you really want to take a class for real, real, check out Third World Improv. Just log on to Third World Improv. Google it. Lalabas yan. Uh, this is not a plug. Um, it is a plug. But I'm doing this sincerely because I feel like improv is something that completely unexpectedly happened to my life and has made it better. And who knows? It might actually help you and in your life and make it better. But that does it for this week's episode of the Class Clown Podcast. Thank you so much for putting up with this, whatever it was, for the past 15 or so minutes. I hope you guys learned a thing or two. I hope I made sense. Kahit papano. And for this week, we have an episode featuring the one and only Mr. Sam C. Talking to us, telling us about the scene in Singapore. So I hope you guys check that out. But until next time, I have been Chino Liao. This has been the Class Cloud Podcast. Powered, of course, by Podmetrics. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>